Hello, everybody. Welcome to another bonus episode of the B-Roll Podcast. We are the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. That's your host, Anthony. And that's your other host, Chris. Hey, man. What's hey, up? Hey, don't, don't be trying to like throw me for a loop with that <laughs> random introduction. I'm what on this. It? I'm a professional. Remember that time we were counting down and I did it in Spanish and apparently it was a problem? <laughs> yes, I hated that very much. I hated it so much. What's up? How you doing? I'm doing okay, man. Busy day, busy day. You know, I, I moved into my first house, so I've been buying things for it. Mm. I bought a weed eater today. I've <laughs> never owned a weed eater or an edger or trimmer, whatever they're called. I think I think the appropriate term is trimmer. I think people called it a weed eater, but now I don't think that's yeah. actually what it's, it's on the box. It says trimmer. So yeah, I think it's yeah. just it's a it's a thing. So. Yeah, whatever. I got a weed eater. Ha <laughs> 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 uh. Yeah, but no, um, doing pretty good. Uh, everything. Uh, so uh, also, that I ordered a bunch of stuff off eBay. I was supposed to get here sometime mm-hmm. this week. All of them yeah. said, or two of them said Saturday and one of them said Friday. And then yesterday they all updated to say Friday. Mm. And then they all came in today instead. A <laughs> Thursday. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. So thank you, USPS. I appreciate it. Yeah. I um, I also uh, ordered something and it was it was scheduled to be delivered tomorrow. Today is Thursday, yeah. September 17th. And then the, the shipper emailed me and was like, hey man, I'm sorry. UPS is running slow, so you won't get it till Monday. And I was like, well... That's okay. <laughs> that's that's like that's all, that's pretty slow, but whatever. I mean, the United States Postal Service is suffering enough. I don't they don't need to be complaining about it. So Well, that's um, not the United States Postal Service, that's UPS. You said UPS. I know. That's I'm a sorry. Private I mean, organization. You get I meant up, to you say, get mad at them. I meant to say USPS. Yeah. Mm, gotcha. So, yeah, it, it's just a um I have a uh, my one of my guitars is a brand called Vester and uh, I don't have stock pickups in it and I'm trying to get vester branded pickups so whenever i decide Ooh. to resell i can be like oh yeah everything's original <laughs> so yeah, yeah okay cool but now it says i will get it on sunday <laughs> it was monday <laughs> now it's sunday cool <laughs> whatever i don't care Just whatever as long as you get it yeah so this is as i said earlier a bonus episode uh of the b-roll podcast on our mainline episodes which include movies television shows web television shows independent films fan films and i think web shorts web shorts as long as they're sci-fi or sci-fi adjacent yes we'll watch it kind of talk about it how it exists in the medium uh then we will do a plot breakdown which is usually pretty quick and then uh kind of give our (laughs) final thoughts but um That'll you saying that is always funny. <laughs> Since these are our bonus episodes, um, I don't take any notes, and uh, we kind of do everything off the cuff, and I, we venture off into the weeds often on our mainline podcast. No, we're these, always on point. Yeah, on these, this is where we get real deep into the the deep, deep. <laughs> so normally we cover just the pilot episode of a television series or web TV show, whatever it is. Yes. For these bonus episodes, we love Star Trek so much, we knew that we were going to watch Star Trek Lower Decks, whether we loved it or hate it, and we knew we were going to talk about it. So we figured, why not put the mic on? It gets a little extra content out there. So we watched episode seven released today. Much ado about Boimler. (laughs) Yes. We had our first um, breaking up of the uh, Ensign Couples. Um, Not that I'm saying that that they're... a couple in the romantic sense, but only in the storytelling sense, because for the most part, we've only ever had 
uh, Boimler and Mariner and Rutherford and Tindy. But uh, I guess right. this episode they decided to split that, which I think is something that we asked for. We did. We've mentioned yeah. that it would be cool to see them mix it up, and then they did. That was awesome. So, um, yeah, much ado about. And Boimler. really, we got a we got a scene with Boimler and Rutherford at the beginning that sets off mm-hmm. his condition. Yeah, his sets his condition. <laughs> well, they set off his plot. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> oh no! Like I said, normally you do a really quick plot breakdown. I'm going to do even a quicker one in this one. Uh, What's it, the blurb? Me first, man. Why are you skipping the blurb? Man, I'm the just blurb is to, important. I'm trying to get to the plot. I don't have the blurb pulled up, so you. Well, can then I'll give instead. you the blurb. I'm just coming in when 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 Chris lets you down. Anthony's here to lift you up. It's taking a long time for you to lift me up, bro. Mariner tries to impress her best friend from Starfleet Academy, who is now a visiting captain. Boimler is sent to a Starfleet medical ship after a transporter accident puts him, quote, out of phase. <laughs> but he's not really out of phase because people can touch him. So that's yeah, not accurate. Well, he's slightly out of phase. Just slightly. Uh, eh. So when it comes to these bonus episodes, we do even a, even a, uh, I wouldn't even say high level, even a much shorter plot breakdown, which consists of uh, Tindy makes a dog turns into a spider apparently and can crawl up walls Rutherford walk on its hind legs and talk and do all sorts of crazy <laughs> yeah. stuff yeah the command staff um the captain first officer and security officer which is i think a terrible combination for people going off to do a secret mission but go off to do a secret mission we get a babysitter captain which is mariner's friend rutherford accidentally turns boimler trans translucent and blue so he gets and to go loud <laughs> for a few seconds for a few minutes yeah yes. uh and he is going to go to a place called the farm with the weird spider dog he gets on a ship to uh, travel through a warp storm is what it looked like to me did that uh, ship look uh, like it was straight out of 40k or is that... <laughs> no it was it was 40k ish for sure yeah and then what's her face mariner is hanging out with her best friend from the academy who just now happens to be the babysitter captain and then they rescue a bunch of people off a ship called the rubido and then everything works out in the end. Yay. Yeah, and we get a couple of pretty good canon references. I thought were pretty good. I think we actually, uh, correct me if I'm if I'm wrong, but I think this is the first instance that we get of a Rigelian in Starfleet, right? I like, wish I knew off the top of my head what a Rigelian was. Uh, the guy who had the stuff on his face. Like the lines on with his the face. captain with yes. the with the babysitting captain. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay, okay. What, I mean, where I'm, did we know him from? I didn't. I didn't recognize him at all. Oh no, he's just a brand new character. No, 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 no. His race. I'm sorry. The species. Rigelian. Oh, I'm look. I just looked it up. Oh, okay. Lieutenant Pratchett. All right. I could be wrong, but I think that's the first time that I've ever seen one as part of a member in Star Trek, or I'm sorry, a member of crew of Starfleet that wasn't in a video game. Because you can be a Rigelian in Star Trek Online. Mm, you can be a lot of things in Star Trek Online. So, yeah. Unless it's the really cool things. Then you can pay money to be the <laughs> anything you want in Star Trek Online. So, hmm. what did you think about this episode, my dude? I thought this was a fantastic episode. I was really, I really enjoyed it. I liked, <laughs> I liked it quite a bit. <laughs> I like that we, we, did we get the aliens from Encounter at Farpoint again for the first time since? Uh, it did. It, it looks suspiciously it res- similar. It resembled it. Yes. Yes. It, it's, it's closely related. If, if not exactly the same species. <laughs> well, it was blue instead of pink. It's the only thing I remember. I them thought being they were pink. Were they pink? Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. But Maybe. you know, who knows? Uh-huh. No, I like, we got a lot of Mariner character growth. 
I wasn't sure to to I I I thought maybe she was being awkward and bad on purpose, and I thought maybe it was just nerves, like she can't handle the pressure of being in charge, which is why she stays as an ensign. Turns out she was she was faking it. As soon as you know everything starts to go down, she definitely takes charge. I mean, she punches the the captain of the Rubido to she's the captain of the Rubido is freaking out. Mariner punches her, picks her up, says, "Hey, let's go." Very much takes charge. So it was it was interesting little glimpse, a little bit bigger glimpse into her character. Was she was she sandbagging the whole time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, so she was sandbagging the whole time. And you can see the look on her face immediately when she takes the quote-unquote first officer gig. So. All right. Yeah. The dog was awesome. Really funny. <laughs> the dude who was who had half his body aging fast and the other half his body de-aging. And his voice kept changing from old man to little kid. That was pretty good. Like, uh, I think whenever he, like, turns his head. Yeah, yeah. Depending on what yeah. side of his face or his head is, is facing I, you, his I, voice will change. I, so is this, like, the first literal demonstration of someone talking out of both sides of their mouth? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, oh, there was did a... did you get the... Sorry, and then they the, we had a character named Anthony, so that was we, cool. We did, which happened and to be And then it happened lizard. to be... <laughs> just happened to be the lizard creatures from voyager oh man so the rubido is yeah it's an unincorporated community in riverside county california no so i knew it was from california because it was a california class ship yeah yeah. or it It was was also a red striped california class ship yeah Uh, a little bit of history of the town of rubido the community's name refers to lewis rubido or robido who settled the area in 1843 uh, French-Canadian origin, Robido's grandfather migrated from Quebec to St. Louis, where his interest in the fur trade expanded to become the family business. Okay. Cool. Cool, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. There were Not a couple other things it, I that I saw. That lady, that one lady who got the pike treatment. A couple of them at the end, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there were two more. That was, oh man, I saw, <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> you laughed at her. I laughed at her. She's stuck inside of a... <laughs> She's a head sticking out of a futuristic wheelchair, and I'm just sitting there chuckling. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Jellico was name dropped. I have that down here. And... Yeah, I think that was about it for me that I noticed. I'm looking at the canon references now. Mm. but No, obviously I got the Pike reference. Yeah. I, I got the uh, the guy who was aging and de-aging. He's wearing the late DS9 slash... TNG movie uniforms or and uniform, I should say. So, so the Aust- it kind of leads credence to his whole been here for months. <laughs> so the Ostler, which is which is the ship that um, the D fourteen thing. <laughs> Looking on Reddit, it's the Ostler might be named after William Ostler, one of the founding physicians of John Hopkins. I absolutely made this connection myself and did not just look it up. The, disamb- the disambiguation on Wikipedia. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I also, the, the Milla Cochran, I thought that was a reference to Cochran himself, but apparently oh, I mean, it is a common... They use a lot. Yeah, it is a common technobabble is it? unit of measurement, yeah. yeah. I caught so, it. I caught him saying Milla Cochran. thought, oh, uh, I found it, and then... Yeah. <laughs> then I forgot about it. Uh, yeah, I... Uh, How did you... So, did you like this episode? Did you not like this episode? I did like it. I it's not my favorite episode. Like it's not my new favorite episode. You know what I mean? I still think sure. the I still think the terraforming episode's my favorite one so yeah. far. Yeah. This one 
doesn't have it, it. I don't know, man. This one feels really good. Just like the last episode. It just feels good. Oh, no, it's great. I enjoy it. Yeah. I just. I, oh, yeah. I'm I, not asking you if it's your favorite. Yeah. I asked you if you liked it or not. Oh, yeah. No, I did. I really liked it. This uh, There were a lot of things that made me giggle. All the freaks I thought were pretty good. Yeah. It is disconcerting how many times there are transporter accidents uh, <laughs> in, the, so in, star, in uh, the Star Trek universe. Like, Well, when you think about it, it's probably less than like, car accidents today because how, how many people are transporting everywhere all the time hey man you know? don't make excuses for these things <laughs> i mean have you'll you ever... never see you'll never see me getting in a transporter <laughs> have Please. you ever seen have you ever watched that video on youtube about that guy who it, well he explains correctly that star trek transporters are death traps they're the, they're suicide booths from Futurama. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, You're definitely dying, and then be re- then a new person yeah. takes over. But yes. what's what's funny about that video is if you watch it long enough, he then talks about how every time you go to sleep, you wake up a different person because you're asleep. Mm. There's no way to prove that you're the same person that you were when you went to sleep. Like I your mean, your brain waves could have been altered. Something could have happened. <laughs> it, it all ties into the transporter, like. Making you a new person every time you transport. So I'll I'll find the video and I'll link it to you. Yeah, yeah. Put it up uh, on the put it up on the soch. Yeah, uh, I I did find Boimler being quote unquote phased interesting because every other instance of someone being phased in Star Trek involves them being able to walk through objects, and that did mm. not happen to him. No, he was phased so. differently. Rutherford only failed a little bit. <laughs> well, I think he said you are phasing, so he was in the midst mm. of being phased. Which, which I'm glad that they didn't have him walk through any walls because I'm sick and tired of having to justify in my head why they can't, why they don't fall through the ground or, you know, how their lungs work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm tired of that. Oh, that is still one of my favorite episodes of whatever. There's an episode of Farscape where they get shrunk down to like an inch or something. And the, uh, the super smart alien character is just going off about how this is physically impossible because their brains wouldn't work or if they and if they shrunk down small enough they wouldn't be able to breathe air properly because the sizes were all were all off and how what what is happening just doesn't make any sense <laughs> and the main character just looks at us well it's happened so we we'll just get over it and <laughs> deal with it yeah that was a nice little way of addressing i, I yeah. like that little like yep we know this is wrong we did it anyways because this is a good story they so, didn't do that here they just let him be slightly out of phase and loud how many and he people? Gets, sorry, he gets sent to the medical bay by babysit captain. <laughs> I, I don't. But he, the, he goes go to sick bay, but that's for sick people. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, I did find it odd that well, not necessarily odd, but how many people died on the Rubido? No, oh, quite a few. Because the amount of people that they t- that they transport off the ship is significantly less than the amount of people that should be on a California class cruiser, right? Do we know how many people should be on a California class? Um, more than twenty. <laughs> so, uh, however yeah, many fair. it was, that's it's fair. More than that, huh? I, uh... I mean, we we just watched that. I mean, how many ships that aren't the main ship blow up all the time and kill hundreds of people i mean right. that's just that's just yeah. star trek yeah starfleet's one of the most the dangerous occupations yeah of all time ridiculously yeah. <laughs> ridiculously dangerous like it's supposed to be this utopia like this goal you know we're looking to the stars look what we are this this high ideal or whatever but man people die a lot <laughs> a lot speaking of uh what you are currently referring to is our fan film 
Star yeah, Trek The First Frontier. That'll release in a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, what's funny is, I don't know, maybe it was, the, maybe it was the, the short film. It had to have been. But I actually watched an episode of TOS last night before going to bed. Uh, and it was, uh, it, I, I actually don't think I'd ever seen this particular episode. It was the one where there's a, a doctor of psychology who essentially empties people's minds. Mm. Um, okay. And uh, he does it to Kirk. And uh, well, because we were talking about how on the on that fan film, how the women just constantly looked at April, like not like they were trying to, like, get him to, um, you know, engage with them romantically. But they were like like the the women would look at him, like stare at him while he was talking to other people. And so I'm watching this episode of TOS and it happens to Kirk (laughs) in this episode. Like he's just he's just standing there talking to Bones and like um some girl walks up and she just stares at Kirk. And I was just like, what is, why is she looking at him? Like, what are you doing girl? But it is also an episode in which the, the woman that he's, he goes on an away mission with a, a, a medical assistant who just happens to be a, a woman that he danced with at a Christmas party. So oh, you know, sure. he, he does it to himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? That makes sense. Yeah. But, Oh, uh, it's, so it's the, you mentioned the remastered TOS and yeah. it is crispy. Very oh, it crispy. Is. It's nice, um, isn't it? I grew up watching it on VHS tapes that my father purchased in Mexico. So the okay. uh, the everything was in Spanish, like on the front really? and on the back. Oh, uh, was the audio in English? <laughs> yeah, the audio is completely in English. But um, yeah, like I didn't know what half of the episode names were until I had access to the internet as an adult. Um, mm. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> they uh i've heard some complaints about the remaster especially like the early season one stuff as like they were getting started but i don't know i've, I've enjoyed it but if no, you get it I, everywhere you can stream it's the remaster i think if you get it on you know get a hard copy blu-ray or, or dvd it'll come with both mm. well i'm kind of i'm not really in on a <laughs> i'm not about to yeah, yeah I'm, I'm out on poorly filmed things from the 60s so. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> No, then I mean it's just in the, our in our eighth no, Star Trek episode we had no, alienated the TOS fans. Good, I just meant that good, like good. if like the, at least the copies that I would watch on VHS are probably what I'm referring to. Yeah, like if I had the choice, I I wish I had seen it the way I see it now when I was eleven, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or however old I was when I was watching it. So yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Anyways, <laughs> that talk about being in the weeds. At least we were talking about Star Trek that time. Yeah, I mean you brought up Warhammer 40k. And the more oh, I look a, at this a ship, reference. yeah. The more I look at the ship, the more I think you're actually probably right. <laughs> it, it does yeah. look exactly like an Eldar ship from Warhammer 40k. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, references are references. Who is that? I like, what kind of alien mm-hmm. is that three arm dude? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. It's cool though. <laughs> is it weird that it was a left hand? No, left hands are superior, obviously. So, but it, but it was like he had two left hands. Yeah, it's kind of. It's just yeah, kind of it's, well, it has to be handed one way or the other, right? Why? Uh, or it has to be some sort of claw hand with thumbs <laughs> on both sides. Either way, I guess those are. So I guess there's three options. You're right. Shoot, <laughs> I'm just asking the questions. And no, no, you're right. Me. You're right. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so this is episode seven, which means we've got three more, and I'm, three I'm more just going to, go. to assume that you didn't watch the. Um, I did. Trailer for the... I think I did. Oh. I played anyways. Oh, okay. So, interesting. Interesting. I, uh... Yeah, because they showed that clip, or they showed the section of them being interrogated by, uh, 
the Klingon court or whatever, like in the in the you know show opening. Well, it wouldn't or... be a season of Star Trek if you don't get interrogated by a Klingon court of law. <laughs> uh... I mean, honestly, <laughs> what's the... I mean, it's like they built the set, so like we got to use this every once in a while. We spent money on it. We have to use it. Is Worf going to be in it? Uh, I mean, maybe. Who? I hope probably so. not. But maybe. Maybe not Worf, but a guy whose name just happens to be Worf. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Alexander will be in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're no. You're not a warrior. So um, how how old do you think Mariner is? I think her we talked friend about from this. the academy. We've talked about it a little bit, but now her friend from the academy is a captain. She's got to be thirty, right? Yeah, ish at least. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I, I think I think her I think her minimum age is probably thirty. You know, because I mean, there's been there's been young captains in the history of Starfleet. You know, I think Kirk is a sure. Speaking of, is a very prominent example, and I think Johnny Johnny Luke is was also a very young captain when he Wait, took over the yeah. Stargazer. But he took over in a in a crisis, and then he they let him keep it, right? So he yeah, Kirk was just promoted normally. Hold on, uh, versus memory alpha page. Ba, 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 da, ba, 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 ba. Well, I mean, he was 12 when he got reverted that one time. So, mm, fair enough. <laughs> You're absolutely right. <laughs> You're 100% uh, correct. Yeah. I, I okay, so in 20, 2333, he assumed command of the Stargazer and he was born 2305. So, he was 28 when he became captain. Okay, 28. Yeah. When all that went down, what, I was, what about Kirk? Uh, Jim Kirk. Oh, he was 32. He says it out loud on Memory Alpha when he took over. Well, when he took over as commander of the USS Enterprise. Hmm. Before that, he was assigned to the Farragut. So no, he wasn't the captain. And he was in, he was on a ship called the Republic. He was on a few ships before. Yeah. Before the Enterprise. Interesting. Yeah, at, the, at the age of 32, he assumed command is, of the Constitution class. Yeah. Is... Picard, the only Enterprise captain to have captain a a non Enterprise ship first. I don't think because mm-hmm. um, Archer definitely didn't captain anything before that, right? They didn't have other ships. Um, Maybe that Kirk. I feel, didn't. I feel like I've read something about the B, the Enterprise B. Hold on, like I I think someone asked me that question once, and I was like, I don't know, and then I looked it up. I don't know. Hmm. Enterprise C? C, C. So, yeah, oh, well, I mean, I guess Captain April might have committed <laughs> a different ship. Um, Which, yeah. I mean, he, they, they, which he is a canon character. So who yeah. knows? He might have. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I think there's just not enough information. I'm sure, like, I'm sure it's absolutely possible. So who knows? I mean, the Enterprise D was captained by like four different people. So <laughs> the D? Yeah. Who else? Well, not permanently, though. Uh, well, I mean, Jellico, Riker, and then in the alternate reality, there was another guy. Oh, well, I'm not going to count alternate realities. Yeah. Hey, man. Yes. I have a hard enough time dealing with this one reality. <laughs> so I'm good. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Ugh. What happened? Uh, so I was looking up captains of the Enterprise, and one of them was a guy named Decker, Will Decker from the original Star Trek movie which was played by Stephen Collins. Uh, and if you know, if you know anything about Stephen Collins, um, you just Google his name and you'll be looking your way into that. Yeah. Let's change the subject before I get disgusted with even more. 
Isn't that the uh, dad from Seventh Heaven? Yes. <laughs> I knew he was in that. I, I, I mean, I remember him being in that, but all right. Yeah. No, just Google him on your own. Oh, no. I yeah. I read this the first paragraph on Wikipedia. We're good. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool, I guess. <laughs> You're out. You're way out. I'm out. I'm out. Officially out, huh? Yep. Oh, man. Man, why do people got to be scumbags? <laughs> Seriously, why do people uh, got to be scumbags? <laughs> Who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah, I, I did like. Um, I, yeah, I'm looking. On, I'm still looking at the canon references for Reddit, and I and I do think that yes, because someone wrote the Rubidel implodes to reveal a giant glowing space jellyfish, no doubt of the same species as those seen in Encounter at Farpoint. My question no is: it, Was the ship one of those things the entire time? Mm, maybe they brought it on board as a baby and it grew. Mm. Like it, maybe it hatched or something. Who knows? Mm. I like how they decide it's peaceful at the end. <laughs> it's peaceful. You, it just murdered everyone. Yeah. Well, not on purpose. So I will say this episode has a rating on IMDb, seven point nine out of thirty-one reviews. Wow. Median okay. score of nine. Hmm. So last week's episode, Cupid's not Cupid's Aaron Arrow. This is out of Terminal Provocations. It's got a seven point four. Out of 185, so the I mean seven and a half is pretty good, hmm. especially with all the haters out there. <laughs> the straight up haters, straight up. <laughs> yeah, so every episode seems to be getting, and we'll see where this one settles once it gets enough votes. But on IMDb, six point two, six point five, six point six, six point nine, seven four, seven six, seven nine. We'll be in the tens. We'll be in the elevens by the beginning of season two. Yeah, soon. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be at eleven. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, oh, no yeah. I think I think this was a good ep. Um, Solid I episode. Really, I don't think I, there's anything to really quote unquote complain about. I think we've made whatever jokes we need to make. I, I mean, think they made some. She did. She referenced Jellico. Yes. Good. Yeah. She good. I think she says that. I think she says I don't want like there. I think she, I think she says no one wants a babysitter captain like Jellico or something to that effect. So. I think we're overdue on a space battle. Like, we haven't really had a space battle, technically. No, but I mean, that's not the point of the ship. Right. It's even in the intro, it turns around and is like, oh, nope. Yeah, I just, I, I'm just waiting for that to happen, like, in the episode. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, where they're, yeah, going, yeah. they're going somewhere, and then they're just like, oh, there's a space battle here. We actually get to see the space battle, so. Maybe. Yeah. They've had some pretty good action scenes, but you're right. They've all been on the ship or uh, on a planet. They're not been... Well, no, we did. They did get invaded by another ship. Yeah, but I'm talking about like, I mean, like them like warping somewhere. And right, 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 like, right. Oh. No, I got you. I got you. <laughs> That's what I meant. Yeah. So. I don't know if I want to see the. Our, I don't want to get upset with what our captain does <laughs> in that situation. Perhaps today is a good day to die. Yeah. Ramming speed. Oh. Man, that that is the best part of that whole movie. No, it's. I'm sorry. It's not the best part of that movie, but Worf is in every best part of that movie. How's that? (laughs) I think the best part of that movie is when he's on the bridge with Picard. I know. I know. Picard calls him a coward. Oh, man. It gives me chills still. (laughs) I like it. Do you ever feel. Nah, never mind. Nah, I just. I just. First Contact is a movie that I wish had come out 10 years later, but I know it wouldn't have worked and the actors wouldn't have worked, but. Or just a bigger budget. A bigger budget? What else did it need? <laughs> uh, just, no, 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 I just, 
it's definitely a movie that is limited by the technology of its time, if that makes sense. It is as good as it possibly could have been. Does that make sense? I don't know what else it would have needed. Just No, I'm just talking about better effects. Some of it's a little, uh, re-watching it recently, some of it's a little slow, a little clumsy, you know, that type of thing. But I mean, the only uh, the only effects issues I have are those, the Borg stasis things where they have the Hot Topic electricity yeah, the little plasma disc thing. Yeah, that's yeah. that's my only issue with the effects. Some of that. Had one. Yeah, uh, I think I mentioned it offline that I think that they they did a Borg movie and they did a time travel movie at the same time, which makes it really really good, but also really really hard to follow up with <laughs> or follow up on, I should say. Yeah. So, because we're gonna do another time travel, another <laughs> Borg movie. Could well, maybe actually, yeah, cool. Um, why not? <laughs> why not? Yeah. That's no, all good. It's all good. Now, now I'm thinking about what ifs, but yeah, that's, that's I mean, uh, these episodes are eventually going to turn into us just describing our 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 dream Star Trek movie. So uh, maybe we'll do that on episode eleven. Well, my my dream <laughs> Star Trek movie definitely has Captain Cisco in it. So yeah, <laughs> episode eleven. There you go. All right, is cool, it, man. Is it going to be Captain Cisco or is it going to be Commander Cisco? You going to give him a demotion? I said Captain. Okay. Why would I demote him back down to Commander? I don't know. I mean, I, I think this is the point where I should just go ahead and admit something that I've, it's been bothering me for a couple of years now. I've never actually seen all of Deep Space Nine. Oh, you definitely I think, should. I think I stopped watching around se- the end of season five. Yeah, that's what it's I want to say. So what I like about Deep Space that's when Nine it, and Voyager. That's when it peaks, right? Say again. That's when it peaks. Like that's when it get like it's getting really, really good. Like, oh yeah, I if yeah. I'm casually rewatching, I'll watch like a few select episodes and then I'll jump ahead to when Worf shows up. Mm. I know I miss a lot of plot, but I mean I've, I've watched the whole thing through more than once. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that what like, I like about the about having both Deep Space Nine and Voyager being spinoffs is that you get something different from both of them. Right. You know, you can watch TNG, you can watch Deep Space Nine, you can watch Voyager, and you can there's different things can appeal to you but these space nine is definitely my favorite i think we once had a conversation with a mutual friend about what was the best star trek and he was confused as to why we said that deep space nine was the was the best Mm. but tng is like tng is the most popular and he just couldn't wrap his head around the idea of that because you can't have one without the other sure i mean but like he was in the same boat where he hadn't, I, I don't think he had watched any of Deep Space Nine. Mm, I think that was yeah. part of our conversation. And I had seen, like I said, almost almost all the episodes up into the end of season five. And it was just like, both of us were just telling him it's because the show's really good. <laughs> like, that's the reason why you probably have, you yeah. know, you don't think it's that good because you haven't watched any of it. So shame on him. Shame on you. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, that's I fair. Quit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't have anything I, else to add for this one. No, me neither. So, well, uh, we appreciate y'all hanging out and listening to our opinions. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot going on here. I think it was just a solid episode. Definitely worth watching. Uh, I, I, would... I, I feel like um, maybe the reason why we just don't have a, a lot of to quote unquote say is I think these episodes are getting, I don't want to say better, but I think these episodes like lend themselves more to like, uh, what am I trying to say? Like, if you don't. <sighs> Come on. You got it. I believe in you. Well, I guess what I'm trying to say is like the ability to appreciate it, I think, is overwhelming my ability to make jokes. Oh, because, sure. Because like the things that are funny are things that aren't the things that are funny are because they're funny because like they're supposed to be. Yeah. Like, you know, 
hey, yeah. that's a, I remember that from season one. Or, hey, that's a blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? So Exactly, yeah. There's some um, good references. And they're just solid. Like, they've they've hit a, I think they've hit a minimum standard these last three or four episodes. Yeah. Um, like, if we look. So, we, we have both had our, our misgivings about episode one, right? Yeah. Uh, second contact. The second episode was better. Third episode was better with the buffer time. And then we had Moist Vessel, which is just fantastic. <laughs> then we had Cupid's Errant Arrow, which is just fantastic. And then Terminal Provocations, which is my favorite episode. I don't think yours was what? Cupid's Errant Arrow? No, Moist Vessel with the... Yeah, Moist Vessel. The, yeah. yeah. And then we have this episode, which is just as good as those others. So really, starting with episode four on, and I would say that so you know they, they kept getting better, but really since episode four on, they've kept kind of a minimum standard. We haven't had a dip in quality. Yeah, maybe we're due. Yeah. Oh, don't do that to me. <laughs> no, I just um we we have another mutual friend who decided that he was going to watch TNG for the first time after cuz he listens to our podcast and he's he asked me how Lower Decks was and I was like it's really good but if you if you haven't watched any other Star Trek then you won't understand anything. A lot of the um, jokes are going to come yeah. out of yeah. Yeah, and our our good friend is um, a bigger Star Wars fan than he is a Star Trek fan, and there's nothing wrong with that, despite mm. being incorrect. Uh, I mean, he's um, wrong. There's <laughs> maybe something wrong with that. But, but um, yeah, no. So it's um that is something that I wanted to call out, man. Uh, that we are sure. influencing people who have never watched something to watch it because we liked it. So yeah, TNG yeah. is man, it's hard. I would not, <laughs> honestly speaking, if I had never seen Star Trek, and they were like, yeah, just watch the first season, you know, start with episode one of uh, Next Generation. I get like five episodes in and I'm like, what is happening? Why did y'all nah. make me do this? Season one is, it's not the best TNG, oh, but it's, it's really good. Worst. It's I'd, really, oh. it's really fun. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I do have one thing okay. to, to ask you about. Do you think Mariner was lying when Ramsey asked him, or I'm sorry, do you think Mariner was lying when Ramsey asked her if she had slept with Ransom? No. <laughs> I don't well, they were, think they so. They were both kind of hot for a teacher after that one episode, so... Yeah, they were. But no, not yet. I think that if that was going to happen, it would happen on screen. Hmm. Does Fair that enough. make sense? Yeah. I don't got anything else. So. I'm spent. <laughs> if you liked what you heard, which I don't understand why you wouldn't, please take the time to like, subscribe, follow on whatever podcasting platform of choice you have. Please rate and review. Five stars, five stars. We'd appreciate it. If you do review our show, I'll read it on the air. Also, you can find us on your uh, all of your popular platforms of social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, respectively, twitter.com backslash B underscore roll. Instagram, we are the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. And on Facebook, you can join the Facebook or the B-Roll Podcast fan group. And that is twitter.com slash B underscore roll podcast. Oh, you are right. Yeah, B underscore roll podcast. For the most part, we just post kind of updates for the episodes you know, just kind of giving you a heads up when they're coming out. And also, if you really, really, really enjoyed what you heard, we also have a Patreon because we're sellouts. Patreon.com forward slash B underscore roll. 2020 is tough. It's hard to, you're just strapped for cash. I don't know how many people out there listen to us and lost their jobs because of Corona or, you know, are living on unemployment and they can't really afford to give anything. But if you can, you get access to special behind-the-scenes content that other people haven't heard before. You also get access to uh, episodes early. And, uh, you know, you'd make us really happy. Yeah. Anything else? Anything else you want to talk about? Or No. I just right. love you guys. Yeah. Well, uh, we want to say thanks for everyone for listening. Stay healthy. Stay hydrated. 
And remember that you are loved by the hosts and the community of this podcast. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it, guys. Bye. good episode like of lower decks it's subpar as usual for us but <laughs> whatever we are perfection <laughs>